0: Have you tried recreating your strip club? No, I haven't. (laughs) Well, are you living up to your fullest potential?
1: No, I am not. I think no. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T Bone. And chick proof. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired.
0: (laughs) okay
1: no one listens to radio and now for a quick disclaimer the t-bone and chick brew show is brought to you by nobody we have no sponsors
0: the show is still rated g
1: for glorious well hello hi my friend how are you let's try let's try to be uh... this is the
0: background huh this is the background
1: what what are you talking about
0: the background that you currently have is the one for sure
1: oh okay the clock is ticking is the clock correct a little bit after 12. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. If we... And it has a little, like, ebb and flow when you move. Uh-huh. It's a little trippy. I love it. Yeah. No, this is the one.
1: Okay. Well, if we ever uh, decide to do a video version of this podcast, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. But I will definitely have to fix the lighting because... This is ridiculous. In this week's episode, we will be talking about all kinds of things, of which I'm not really sure, because we don't communicate uh, between shows. We just we don't, and we figure it out as we go. I know there's a big mystery going on in your neighborhood. I'd like to talk about that. And uh, I, uh, I received my new whip, My new whip has been officially named. I'll talk you through that process. I'm ready. And, and of course, we'll talk about food, and uh, we'll go to the book of everything, and do the birthday bash section. I'm telling you all of this in advance based on the unsolicited advice of comedian Jim Holder, who said you should tell everybody what to expect in the episode in the first 30 seconds. And I've kind of done that. And I only do that not because it's good business practice, but because... Last week's, our our last episode was the worst rated episode of all time. Really? What did we talk about? It was really bad. No one Hmm. listened to it, which, I mean, there were a few listeners, but not our normal numbers. Definitely not our normal numbers. So either the listeners are getting sick of us, or we are failing to be entertaining enough to retain them. I want to blame the listener it's their fault Me like a bad comedian i want to say it's the audience the audience just doesn't get my humor
0: like a weird one night stand fluke <laughs> it was a fluke
1: <laughs> not talking about one night stands that is not in this week's episode <laughs> not on the list
0: <laughs> but maybe though i mean maybe if we did then we may well no, because my mom and your mom oh nope Never, never, ever. We can speak
1: hypothetically about one night stands. Simply because they're called a one night stand, I think it's safe to assume that everyone regrets every one night stand they ever had. Or it would have been a two night stand or a three night stand. So, unless
0: you like left the state or the country, I mean, it's in my forefront of my mind because I've been watching terrible, terrible Netflix reality TV. Big air quotes on that. But we've been watching Love at First Sight.
1: Oh, Love at First Sight. Another <laughs> whore off. So bad. The producer it's loves so whore offs. She loves whore offs. And it's she
0: so thinks so bad and good at the same time.
1: She's she's definitely watched all of the love at first sights and every bachelorette and bachelor and she, oh no, love is blind.
0: That's the one we're watching. That right one now. too. Yep. Oh, she should definitely come on and do a guest spot and talk with me about it.
1: She <laughs> thinks she thinks she has dragged me into the whore off phenomenon simply because I do enjoy watching The Love Boat. The, the the reality love boat.
0: Soon we'll be making another... Anyways.
1: There's <laughs> those pipes I know so much about. <laughs> they set off from Barcelona, okay? A city I am familiar with. I watch this show. I don't watch for the dating and the hookups and the, the wife swapping and all this other stuff that goes on. I'm only looking at this show to see the locations where they go and to watch the... So it's on an, it's on a no kidding princess cruise ship and it's a cruise that's, at, it's not just cruising for the TV show. It's an actual cruise ship with cruise people on it. And they're in the background and you can see them occasionally. They do a good job of hiding them. But I just love the fact that I know me and I know how much I love to cruise. And if I was on a cruise ship and my rotund self was uh, disrobing to get into the hot tub or something like that. And I just happened to be in the background of these, you know, super hot model type people. And I should have to sign a waiver I or I should get a credit like fast. Fat guy in hot tub, uh, you know, me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there was more me on screen than her, and I was only on for 10 seconds. Was
1: <laughs> Every port they have been to so far, we have been to. And that is a fun experience. That's a fun experience to kind of relive. We do the same thing on Jeopardy and The Amazing Race. When The Amazing Race goes to a place that we've been, it's fun to go through that episode. And on Jeopardy, whenever the answer is a place we've been, both of us always say, we've been there. Seen it. I'm not a... I am a world traveler. You know what? I was going to downgrade myself a little bit and say that I'm not a world traveler, but I have traveled extensively throughout the world. I've seen many, many places... That most people can only dream about or have only seen in books and in and, and movies. I am I am proud of my ex, uh, experiences. So let's ask that question. What, what was the one place you went to that was the most everything? The one place you visited that was the most everything? And this this question obviously goes out to the listeners too. And we'll put that down as the question of the week. What place that you went to, to explore, to vacation, to journey to, was the most everything. What's yours, Chick Brew?
0: Oh, probably Croatia. It was like the best trip. It was a good length of time. We did lots of things. I really, I, it's, it's a beautiful country. I think that was like the most everything, because we did the lakes, so there was a hiking day. We stayed in a resort in Dubrovnik, which had all the like, you know, fancy schmancies, And we went to Split and ate all the food. (laughs) So it was like, you know, and there was a road trip involved. So, you know, that was like, those are all the things
1: I love. Dubrovnik was a very fun place. But you, have you seen Game of Thrones yet? No, no, no. Mm -mm. So you have not, having not seen Game of Thrones, you don't understand how cool some of that city really is. After you've seen it, Uh, George R.R whatever his name Martin. is Martin Martin yeah George R. R Martin kind of way so it was really neat it was neat being able to walk the streets where they filmed the show and, and you know being in both time times at the same time if that makes any sense but the no, coolest the coolest thing we found in Dubrovnik is it's a walled city so while we we're, we're walking random unguided tour we were walking and, and part of the wall there's a hole and people are coming out of the hole. Well, why is there a hole in the walled city's walls? And what's on the other side that's got all these people on the other side? So as soon as there was a an ebb to the flow, we went through and on the outside of the city wall, on a cliff is, is a restaurant.
0: You told me about that and we went there and we went at sunset and probably another one of my favorite parts of that trip was, we didn't like chill at the restaurant or anything. Um, we went down. On the like rocks like those stairs that go down to the rocks so you're like on the cliffs over the ocean and there was just a whole bunch of people from like there was one lady who was she's like I took a sabbatical from work two years ago (laughs) and she's like I'm probably never gonna go back she's like I have um, my winter stuff stored at a friend's house in Norway and I have clothes at my kids house in like California or something. And she's like, and I, I haven't been anywhere longer than two weeks in the last two years. God bless her. You know? Yeah.
1: When you talk about living living your best best life, life. (laughs) that's the way to do it.
0: And this is like, this was a few years ago. So, you know, she was, she wasn't even doing a remote thing, whatever she has going on.
1: I I should have paid more (laughs) attention.
0: She's not even working remote. She's just out there doing it.
1: I, uh, trying to answer the question myself, I've got so many great experiences that are going through my head trying to remember what was, you know, what was the most. And I'm going to tell you the truthful answer and, and secretly regret telling you the truthful answer. <laughs> okay. China. I, it was, I, I believe it. Five, it was, five. it was so, it was everything. It was, it was the great wall of China. You know, you're not going to see that anytime soon. It was it was the Forbidden City. It was a tour company that took such good care of us. They, they, they gave us the shows. We still, We still joke about our trip to China. So we, Jules flew over to Korea, met me in Korea. I took her up to Seoul. We spent a day in Seoul. Then we went to Beijing. And from Beijing, we took the bullet train down to Shanghai. And from Shanghai, we flew back to Korea. And it was just a blast. Everything, nothing went wrong. Nothing went wrong on the trip. Everything was what I wanted it to be. We got to see the most amazing things. So not only did we see the Great Wall of China and did we go up to the uh, the Pearl of the Orient there in Shanghai, but we also went to, like, the China's version of Venice, an entire city that's all on, on a river system. And the travel and the shows, it was... Yeah, because I no longer want to support hypothetical country in any way because uh, they are enabling slavery in another nearby country and I am not a proponent of slavery, so I don't I don't want to glorify this country in any way, but if if I had to give an honest answer, that was the place several years ago that was the most Awesomest. And it was everything. So, listeners, we reach out to you and ask you this question. Uh, it is the, our question of the week, and you can answer it by going to the fan page on Facebook. You can just search hashtag Lunsbeet. It'll take you right there. Or uh, you can always just dial into the hotline. It's the Chiba and Chitwill
0: hotline.
1: You used to call me on oh my... 904-385-3977. You used to, you used to... You see uh, Mr. Taney posted pictures of the kids on the fan page. <laughs> <laughs> the kids. The kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, uh, now we have swag. We have swag that is available. We haven't figured out the uh, – Superfan Tegan is going to start her own little personal side hustle. She's going to be the swag coordinator. She's going to make a swag for Lunsby with T-Bone and Chick Pro. That's the quasi semi almost permanent official name of the show. We have gotten away from the T Bone and Chickpea show because it's too hard to put on a license plate. It's Lunsby with T Bone and Chickpea. That's the name of the show. And if you want gear, did you get custom plates? I am getting custom plates. <laughs> <laughs> You Woo! you talk about a wrap, you know, and we we had mentioned a wrap, and the wraps are really expensive in the states. Not nearly as expensive there in Spain. I, but I did, did. I tell you that I priced
0: that I I emailed the place to get a price?
1: You told me fifteen hundred, right?
0: Yeah, that's what they came
1: back. That's with. not bad at all. I years ago I had a uh, vinyl laminate put on top of my my window of my Jetta. Uh, no, my Passat, and it was uh it was my name and my website. So you, you always knew where I was and how to find me, especially when I was traveling and doing shows. <laughs> it was easy. And, and, and as long as I didn't make anybody mad in the audience, I didn't get my car smashed or anything like that. That was that – was... <laughs> there, there are some throwbacks to, like, putting your face on the side of a vehicle. If you've if you got an ugly face like mine, people could just smash your car just because they don't like the look of your face. That happens. Yeah. Oh, no. But something subtle like a a, 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 – how many times have you done that? How many times have you looked at a vanity tag and just scratched your head like, what in the world does that that mean? There's (laughs) clearly something to it. I just don't know what it is.
0: Like, I don't get it. There's a joke here or something special, and it does not include me. I am not part of this conversation.
1: (laughs) And and the good part about Lunsb is Lunsb is searchable. If you ask Google to uh, search for Lunsb we will come up in the response so that's that, that's a bonus and now I didn't even think about this but now you don't even have to stop your car anymore everything's voice activated if you, you have a yell it into the abyss <laughs> put it out into the ether if you find something out there your license plate out there that you can't figure it out you could probably there's probably a Google Translate a license plate app
0: all those times you think people are like just like absolutely singing in their car they're really they're just like Google what is this? <laughs>
1: I got a new car and I am so happy with my new car and the sound system in this car is incredible. It is Bose, man, it is, it is amazing. So I, I am having fun now on the highway, just cranked and that's not true I haven't cranked it yet. I have not gone full volume yet. You gotta yet. be careful
0: on those speakers. You gotta stretch them first.
1: <laughs> I have not gone full volume yet, but like half volume is so loud, there's really no need to go beyond that. And I am singing along, and I'm having a good. I don't, and I got the limo tent, so nobody sees me just carrying on. I am enjoying myself, for the most part.
0: I did see the, I did see the pictures of Marshmallow Fluffer Puffer on,
1: on your page. Marshmallow Fluffer Puffer? I don't even think that was an option. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> I, did this, I did this with Black Betty very funny last night. I'm coming home from the casino after a wonderful day. And music means a lot to me. And when it shows up in your life, it means a lot to me. When I pulled into the casino last night, Luck Be a Lady by Frank Sinatra was playing. I had a good feeling Luck about
0: it. Luck Be a Lady
1: tonight. There you go. On the way home, having a, the, a wonderful day, Black Betty. Played on the radio.
0: Blam, blam, blam.
1: <laughs> well, that was the Volvo's name was Black Betty. I know. And she's reaching out I'm to me. I'm just
0: going to sing every song that you say. Apparently <laughs> <today>. <laughs> it's a new podcast, guys. She's reaching
1: out to me from beyond to remind me that we used to share that trip together. Oh, Black Betty, oh. bam blam. What do you know about Black Betty other than the fact that her name is Betty and she's black? Blam, blam. She's from Birmingham.
0: Oh, yeah, and yep.
1: that. That's it. That's yeah. <laughs> all that song says for three minutes, and the and it's only at the end do you find out she's from Birmingham. But she's right, black, well. and her name is Betty. bam That's
0: the most important part, apparently.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roy Wood Jr. is from b and he is blowing up, man. I am so happy to see him... It, and it's not just the algorithm. It's not just because I'm friends with him that I'm seeing so much video of him. But the video I'm seeing of him is just great video. If you don't know who Roy Wood Jr. is, well, get out of that hole that you've climbed into. He is, he is a correspondent for the Daisy Show. He is becoming an actor in many, many ways. And, and you know, it's kind of like Will C. Whenever I would see Will C on something, I would be like, hey, that's Will. It would be a surprise cause he's got so many movie and TV credits and Roy is starting to get there now. Well, you know, I was watching better call Saul and then Roy Wood Jr. (laughs) is an attorney on better call Saul. I went, how did that happen? I just, <laughs> I love, I love seeing people I know uh, do great things, and and that's pretty cool. Back to, back to uh, Stormy, the official name, Stormy the cat. Uh,
0: yes, Marshmallow Fluffer Puffer.
1: <laughs> with Black Betty and with Stormy, I reached out to everybody, and I was like, okay, I got a new ride. It needs a name. It g- I made
0: a suggestion.
1: And give me your suggestions. They I are made suggestions. It on your thing. Okay, and I'm sure I, I liked it. Yeah, but I know I, I liked or laughed it. at everyone's suggestion.
0: I don't remember what I called your car.
1: Okay, well. Uh, I'm looking it up. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just because... I participated, dang it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm speaking to those who didn't participate, and when it came to Stormy, this was based on the fact that the car kind of looks like a stormtrooper. It's... It really does. <laughs> <laughs> it's all white with the the black eyes the black outlings, but the producer, for some reason, insisted that Stormy be spelled with it. First of all, she converted the Stormtrooper idea to a name, Stormy. She, she insisted it be done with an I. Did you find out what your suggestion I did. was? What was it?
0: Marshmallow Cream Dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not allowed to participate anymore.
1: No, everyone participated. Everyone had, a, I, I think... Some people got the misunderstanding that their suggestion was going to be the answer. So like they'd make a suggestion and they're like, "Okay, well, here's the here's the rundown of what's going to be what's left. Here's the choices." They're like, "But I suggested this." Well, I I didn't choose you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you ain't paying well, no. this bill. <laughs> You're not paying this Anybody who wants to make a pay who wants to pay for this car, they can i uh, putting it out there. If you want to pay the balance on this car, uh, I will name it whatever you want, whatever you want. The biggest challenge I am having is there is no good instructions that come with this car. You're going to have to watch YouTube. So, well, I've done that, and that's a problem because there's so many different makes and models. You think that you're dealing with one brand, but if you're off by a year or off by a number, it could be completely different. I still don't know where to put an SD card in in the vehicle. I don't know. Now, did it come with a user manual? Absolutely. But it's micro print. It's super thick. There's a lot of information in there. And I almost want to start, you know, a segment of here's here's what's new in Stormy the Caddy today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, when I when uh, when I get mine, we, we could do a segment. <laughs>
1: I thought you had yours.
0: No, no, I'm still waiting. How long do you have to wait? They're gonna sh- drive it from Madrid to the house. I'm just waiting for the final invoice. I was waiting for the taxes to get taken off. Ah, uh, okay. Because that was 21%. Yeah. So it was definitely worth That's doing. That's
1: a big deal. 11,000 euro. Mm. The The thing, so the Volvo, which was a 2016 model, was, I equate to flying like a small plane. I think anybody can fly a plane. I, I, it's not that difficult. As long as you know where your, your switches and your levers are and what they do, it doesn't take very much. And when you look at some of these, I
0: mean, the army flies planes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you look at some of these, yeah, the Pennsylvania national guard, they could fly a plane. Anybody could fly a plane. Yeah. <laughs> you, you look at some of these Alaska survival shows where there are no roads and everybody flies big tired planes that can take off in 10 feet and land in five. So, and you know, and if these guys can fly a plane, anybody can fly a plane. And the Volvo was kind of that way. All the safety features were built in. Everything did what it was supposed to do without you really doing anything. It was like flying a, a, a puddle jumper. It was like flying a very small plane. What I'm learning with the Cadillac is the Cadillac is more like a an F-18. <laughs> it's got a lot of buttons and switches and things that need to be done for everything to work. So I, I, you know, there was a seven day money back guarantee. You could turn it in within seven days. If you didn't like it, basically a seven day test drive. I got it into the shop on day six. And I was like, guys, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's not working on this thing. And I'm concerned I bought a lemon. So they run the test for me. Uh, A shout out to Faulkner Cadillac. They did an amazing job. Their maintenance department, they got me in ran a full diagnostics they didn't find anything wrong at all and then i said look man i'm not i'm not crazy can i talk to the technician they're like yeah yeah we'll talk to him as soon as he gets done with this thing so me and nick we go for a ride and i'm explaining to him like look this button is on but it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing the lane assist is not you know it's not on and then he explains to me, it's gotta warm up, it's certain parameters, it's gotta identify it's before and when it goes green, that means it's working for notification purposes only. When another one shows up underneath it that's green, then that will keep you in the lane. But there it's a long warm-up period where the Volvo just did it instantly i think the hyundai does it instantly but with the cadillac you got to push the buttons and the switches and the knobs and the flips and the turns <laughs> i got that figured out the auto stop we, we were driving around and he's giving me the speech again about parameters and this and that and the oil temperature but uh we couldn't figure that one out we'll get uh, actually it worked for the first time yesterday yesterday on the way to the casino uh, should have known it was going to be a good day <laughs> it finally worked. There's just uh, just a bunch then of... What is the
0: auto stop? Like, it, is it sensing for red lights or stop signs based on GPS or...
1: So, again, uh, automatic feature with the Volvo. When you come up to a red light and you put on the brake to save money, it just shuts down the engine. That's off. Yep. Got it, got it, got it. Well, the Cadillac has to reach certain parameters before it'll do that. There's. I'm learning a whole bunch. Yeah, when you get... The
0: Mini does that. We... We still don't know. It does it at the gate. You go to the gate, shuts down. Just get to a stoplight, still running.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so we I'm may like, do I that. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to like roll. Could you just look so my car doesn't shut we, off?
1: We we may do that when you have your user's manual and I have my user's manual. We'll search through them for interesting things to share with the listening public. <laughs> We haven't come up with a name. If we come up with a name I can create a commercial but we haven't come up with a name for uh, for Tegan's side hustle. I don't know, I don't know why she couldn't come up with a name. I su- I suggested to her what what?
0: What is it? Is it a seven? You're nothing but a fucking T-shirt. <laughs> Find that sound bite. That would be funny. T-shirt Tegan. <laughs>
1: It would be it would be nice to have someone in the room to do this, or someone, doesn't even have to be in the room, a virtual assistant that could be online with us while we talk, who could do the... If you are interested in being a virtual assistant for the T-Bone and Chick Brew show, we will bring you into the live recordings, and then you can be the one who searches the web for things while we talk. So... <laughs> That position's out there. It's an intern position, by the way. So you're going to make an intern pay, and you're going to get intern benefits. You'd have to be available at very, very strange hours, whoever applies for this position, because...
0: There's no consistency.
1: There is no consistency when it comes to the six-hour time change.
0: And sometimes you have to be in a different country. Who does? Whoever the person is.
1: The person could be anywhere.
0: Oh, they're going to work remote? I thought we were getting back to the culture.
1: (laughs) I, I want to get back to the culture, but I can't afford a full-time uh, studio. So what we will do <laughs> is this allows us to bring another person in, and then they can just sit there quietly until we reach out to them.
0: My you- favorite, like, TikTok that I saw was the last week or the week before was this girl. She's like, it's like started at a new company. They were having an employee mixer to get back to the culture since we've all been remote. And she shows up, and there's no one there. The lights aren't on. And then, like, one person comes in behind, and he's like, are you the only one here? She's like, yeah, are you new? And he's like, yeah, are you? And then they both just leave because no one showed up to the mixer.
1: I was like, oh, that's, that's great. I don't think Tegan's Tease. Oh, here's, here's I think Tegan's Tease works. But it's T-E-A-S-E. Huh? Huh because she like... has the ability to do things other than t-shirts. So Tegan's T's, teas, T E A S E. Basically, uh, the, she's going to we're going to we're going to support her. She's going to make a line of products available for listeners of the show. You can you can buy these at the super super discount that will will work a discount in for you somehow. But basically, it's just us inflating the prices and then reducing it by 25% because, you know, we gave you a code like Lunsby. <laughs> it's basic marketing. It's really no surprise. Uh, We're going to make you feel good about your purchase. And then you're going to make us feel good by wearing some Lunsby swag. You're going to. You're going to be the in crowd. You're going to have that Lunsby crest on your chest. And people aren't going to know what it means, but you're going to know what it means. And only dedicated listeners to the show actually know what Lunsby means. uh, There are two meanings for Lunsby. Both of them, the first letters are the same. Love you. That's I mean, there you go. That's the L and the U. Love you. Now, when it gets to the last three letters, it changes depending on the sets and circumstances. If you're on terrestrial radio working for the government, that means love you, now say bye. That's what that means. But if you're on a podcast that's G-rated, it means love you, no get bye. Actually, that, that wouldn't be the same way. It would be this. It means, it's actually, they're the same things, but they're said differently. So, the uh, over-the-radio one is love you, now say bye. Whereas the <laughs> podcast version is love you no <laughs> shit, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I am freaking knackered and which is probably my what is inspiring the singing brain. <laughs> Yesterday we went and did like we did the one of the hikes out in Grasalama Grazolema, and um it was through the pines, which is like one of my Spanish allergies. So I'm like hiking up this hill, micro dosing drops of Benadryl under my tongue. Just, you know, breathe. And then um, we hadn't really planned the hike, but I had already um, posted that I was going to make cream puffs. And I already had an order for cinnamon rolls for today. Uh huh. So we got back from that hike and I I had to start cooking. And I finished at seven. This morning, took a two-hour nap, did my errands, came back, took a 20-minute nap, and here we are.
1: Okay. Well, I realize this (laughs) is pushing your schedule. It's also pushing mine. But since you (laughs) led us into this topic, why don't we just go to, it's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know f*** all. I love my stream deck I just push a button And the sound plays
0: uh,
1: So um, What was it that you had to make Other than the cinnamon roll First of all I know how to make uh, cinnamon rolls I'm, I am I know how to make cinnamon rolls I'm proud of myself That I, I I'm not a baking person So the things I can bake I like What was the other thing You were making
0: The things that you Can make you like
1: Yes The things I can make I like You what? can make bread dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the, I've seen it. Yes. When they were fresh, they were delicious. The next day, they were inedible. They had just hardened to a level that was ridiculous. All because I left out the vegetable oil. Anyway, what was the other thing you just said? Oh, cream puffs, like profiteroles. Tell me more. I'm interested
0: in that. How do you You do could that? actually probably make these. Okay. No lie. It's like, so you take, you could do it with milk or water, oh. whatever you have. Seven tablespoons of butter. Wow. Unsalted butter. Okay. 1 cup of water. Put that in a pot, let it come to a boil. 1 cup of flour in. Uh-huh. Wooden spoon, stir like mad. It will start to pull away from the sides. It'll look like a glossy ball of dough. Take it off the heat, kind of spread it out, let it start to cool. 10 minutes later, you're going to put 4 eggs in, one at a time. Put it in, mix it. It's going to look like the dough has broken. It's going to look super gross. You're going to be like, oh, I definitely messed this up. Don't give up. Just keep stirring.
1: Just keep stirring. (laughs) Just keep
0: stirring. Once that egg is in, put the next egg in. Keep going. And these are regular, large two-ounce eggs. Nothing crazy. Once that one is, boom, three. Boom, four. By the time you get to four, you will have like a thick batter. You can, uh, on parchment paper or a (laughs) silpat, whatever you have, two- tablespoons in a little ball bloop, or if you're feeling fancy you can pipe it into the oven 15 minutes take it out poke a hole in the side put it back in three to five minutes to dry out the inside and then you can fill it with whatever you want you can cut it in half fill it with whipped cream jelly I did um, pumpkin spiced uh, pastry cream
1: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, so you know, she didn't have a piece of paper in front of her. She didn't pull up a recipe. She did all of that from her brain. She just, and she was very adamant about specific things. So let's go through this process again. You said seven tablespoons of unsalted butter. Yes. Why does it have to be unsalted?
0: Well, I mean, you can use salted, but your dough is going to have, it's going to be salty. You don't really need it.
1: Okay. But you could use it.
0: I mean, I don't think I have gonna, any. Uh, you're going to want to put a pinch of salt into your with your flour. But if you do that, you're the texture of this is almost like a Yorkshire pudding, but you're going to fill it with a dessert. Now, if you were going to do it and it was going to be savory, then salted butter might be fine. But you don't need a salty dough. Most doughs are not made with salted butter.
1: OK, all right. That's a good thing. To they're, they're not there to add
0: flavor. They're there there as like.
1: So I've got my seven tablespoons of butter. <laughs> uh, yeah. i put that into a pot i take uh one cup of water i put that in the pot. I, a pot yeah. a pinch of salt goes in the that uh, water and butter combo i bring that to a boil yes am i following along well so far
0: you're doing you would still be
1: successful at this rate at this rate now i take one cup of all-purpose flour All ap flour thought he had cane but it was gold metal flour I can never never get past that ghettos boy line. Uh, So I pour that in, and I use a wooden spoon. You were clear about a wooden spoon. Why a wooden spoon?
0: Because plastic spoons tend to melt. If you have one of those fancy spatulas, you could use that.
1: Can I use my fancy mixer that I paid $100 $100 for?
0: No, because you're still cooking it.
1: Ah, bugger. All right. So, so it's shoe pastry, which is a twice cooked dough. Okay. So I've got my wooden spoon and I'm, I'm whacking it around, whacking it around until it becomes what we recognize to be a, a dough. Right. But I've if still got the heat on. point,
0: you could put that dough into your stand mixer. Mm-hmm. And then do your one egg at a time, but then now you have two things you have to clean.
1: I don't mind cooking extra things. I prefer cooking extra things more than I prefer uh, beating something up with a wooden stick. So I can use my stand-up mixer. Okay, so now I've got my ball of uh, my initial ball of dough. I put that in a stand-up mixer. Now I'm going to add four eggs, but I'm going to add them one at a time.
0: you got to let it cool down first. You're going to have scrambled egg dough.
1: Oh, okay. How long do I... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. All right. Uh, boiling water... A pinch of salt, seven tablespoons of of butter, boil, add one cup of flour, uh, roll it around until it becomes a dough, set the dough aside, let it cool down for about 10 minutes. I'm I'm tracking so far. Take my ball, put it in my stand-up mixer, and I'm going to add one egg at a time. Now, I'm curious about this. Why do I have to add one egg at a time? Why can't I just put all four eggs in there?
0: Well, if you haven't weighed out your eggs, then you're going to want to add just until it reaches that batter consistency. So depending on the humidity, the temperature.
1: A lot of variables.
0: Yeah, you should should be fine. Just add one at a time. Because also, well, if you're doing it by hand, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of wet (laughs) to stir. If you put it in the mixer, that's a lot to fly out. You just boop, one in at a time. I put them all in one bowl, and I just slide one yolk in at a time until they're all gone.
1: All right, we're following. Me and the audience are following along with you. Because I want the audience to make this. I want to make if it. If you're going to do it, it in
0: the stand mixer, use the paddle. Don't use the dough hook or the whisk. Use the paddle attachment.
1: Okay. So uh, I'm using a paddle attachment. I'm putting one egg at a time, and I'm I'm, I'm imagining I'm going at a relatively slow speed. <laughs> one, egg, one egg, one egg, one egg. Okay, now I got them all. But I've what I have now is like a pancake batter, correct?
0: It's going to be a little bit thicker than the pan. Like almost like... um. Closer to a cake batter. Like, it's going to be thick, but it it will be thin enough that if you were to put it into a piping bag to pipe, it will it would come, it would be smooth. Okay. More muscle required.
1: Now, I've, I've went out and bought parchment paper specifically for this task because I'm not parchment paper people as we have previously discussed. I am going to make little balls of dough with room for expansion all over the parchment paper, right?
0: You, yeah, you don't need that much room for expansion. They are going to grow taller for the
1: most part okay and if i wanted to make like an eclair because this is the same dough you would make for an eclair right you just make it longer instead of ball shaped
0: yeah if you're going to do an eclair normally what you would do is you take you'd pipe two lines and then do a third on top to hold it all together
1: you gave us the time specifications i want to go over that again 350 degrees aha 350 degrees for 15 minutes yes look at that And
0: then
1: then we're going to take them out of the oven and we're going to poke a hole in the side of them. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to put them back in the oven for another 10 minutes at 350 degrees. Five. Oh, I'm sorry. Five minutes at 350 degrees.
0: I have to just kind of like prop my door open because you know how slow these ovens are at going up and down in temperature. Uh Um, And then I just have to kind of watch them. But it's easiest if you take your oven, if you have like a fast movie oven drop it down to what is 180 celsius
1: ladies and gentlemen if you're listening from a european country and you're using a european stove just just ask google google will tell you what the thing is she's trying to do the math right now i can see her carrying a one i'm yeah. eating this and it's really good I'm very <laughs> <back in. laughs> so
0: uh, look, i mean look you see the texture that looks amazing the, now what did you
1: put inside it as she takes a solid bite don't worry i'll mm. edit out the munching <laughs>
0: mm. i'm going to get so fat <laughs> um yeah if you if you can drop the temperature of your oven down that's great if not just watch them
1: make sure they don't burn what did you put so, in, uh, what did you put inside
0: i put pumpkin spice pastry cream okay uh, but you can put whipped cream you can put ice cream you can put jelly
1: you can put well, as a man, I think the easiest thing for me to do would be whipped cream because I would just put the nozzle in the hole that I created in the, the baking right. process.
0: Same same thing that I did.
1: But you could uh, like a chocolate pudding, like a lemon pudding. You could you could put any of yep. that in there.
0: Yep. And then on top, I did a maple like um
1: Drizzle, like a maple syrup drizzle.
0: Maple cream cheese drizzle.
1: Right. But as a man, uh, I, I think I would just do like... Some pancake syrup. A light drizzle of pancake syrup, right? Just,
0: yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I,
1: yeah. I, I, I can do this. I can do this. Ladies and gentlemen in the audience, you can do this. I am this.
0: waiting to see the video.
1: This is, this is classic right here. This is being trained by an actual no-kidding chef on how to cook a pastry. And I, I challenge all of you this week to give it a shot. You know, When my mother visited, we went to do the Amish experience. And one of the things, you know, I bought her a neat little Amish cookbook, thinking she would just keep it as a memento. No, my mother's all in, man. She actually, she breaks out the recipe book, and she makes uh, whoopie pies. Your mom, I love her. The, the whoopie pies are a big thing for the Amish. I, I guess they don't have whoopie. I don't know what the whoopie uh, thing is. But anyway, they make the whoopie pies. She's She has successfully made whoopie pies in, in her household, and she is not Amish. So if you know how to make pastries, good on you. But if you've never made a pastry before, this sounds like the easiest thing a man can do. And i tell you what, it is quite impressive. If you could pull off making these little things for your next party, for your next get-together, for your next office social, you will be the talk of the town. I know how to make black macaroni and cheese. People love my my macaroni and cheese. I also you know, I, I make some really good pasta dishes. But I've never impressed anybody. Oh, and I make killer Korean fried chicken. But I've never impressed anybody with my baking skills. The producer, she's always getting raves about what she makes. She makes a poke cake and people love it. She and she, she just makes cakes at random. And I don't do that. But I am going to buy some parchment paper. I'm going to make a pastry based on the directions I received for free from this board certified emeritus chef that we have on Lunsby with T-Bone and Chick Bro. That was great. That was a great food segment. (laughs) How about I push another button and let's see what happens. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe that was the new opener for headlines from around the globe uh, if you don't know that this is the process we go in uh, i go in blind chick brew reads me a headline and i try to tell you the rest of the story if i am successful there will be some entertainment value to the rest of the story if i am not successful it gets cut uh, it doesn't really get cut it's a, it's a it's for time so do you have any headlines for me i do
0: McDonald's customer fined after visiting a restaurant twice in 14 hours.
1: Customer. McDonald's customer fined after visiting the restaurant twice in 14 hours. How does that happen? Uh, it, there's only one way that happens. In a normal world where men and women are allowed to make decisions about their freedom, this headline would be from the onion or this headline would be from the Babylon Bee or whatever it is. This, this is not a real headline. This is a joke headline in a normal world. But since the beginning of 2020, we no longer live in a normal world. We live in what they call an abnormal world where governments can prevent you from doing acts of freedom, where, where surfing 500 yards off the coast with no one else around is an offense punishable by jail. This is the world we live in now. We have allowed our politicians to restrict our freedoms and therefore, anything is possible to include being fined for going to a McDonald's twice in a 14-hour period. Now, you said fined. So he wasn't put to death, which makes me think this didn't happen in China. But fined sounds like something that would happen in I'm guessing California or another hardcore left-leaning state that doesn't believe your personal freedom is worth the risk that you pose to the rest of the community by going outside without a mask on and being unvaccinated and you, if you- What are you talking about, dude? You're only going to
0: 2022. Get out of 2020. Moved on. No, we haven't. In England, CCTV. You know I hate the cameras. If someone wasn't there to catch me, it doesn't count.
1: All right, well, that's an interjection that's never happened before. I was on a rant and got severely interrupted. I guess this happened in Your Britain. Your was dated. No, it's not no. dated. This stuff is still happening. I got chewed out the other day for going in the hospital without a mask.
0: I will never go into a hospital without a mask on ever again. That is the best place to wear a mask.
1: That is the Yeah, everybody in the hospital gets sick. You don't go to the hospitals. They still no. They still don't let you use water fountains anywhere because of 2020. Water fountains.
0: Now you're just feeling the struggle of a different time period uh, yes. a different group of people. So, it's <laughs> like, and, man. All right, so this if happened. If you don't have a Nalgene, are you even alive? That's really the question.
1: How? England still has ridiculous... I mean, they just had a prime no, minister that quit he, like he two went,
0: weeks. He went, twice, he went twice to McDonald's and the camera, the CCT camera, caught his car, parked, pulled into the same spot. He parked it twice. Uh-huh. And when they reviewed the camera... There was an arrival when he went to get his dinner and the leaving when he went to get his wife breakfast. And they're like, oh, he's been there for 14 hours <laughs> because of where the
1: camera is. I bet that was didn't a, catch him exit. I bet that was a hefty fine.
0: I, uh, I think it was hundred pounds. I I still have it pulled up because I thought it was hilarious.
1: uh, Because the economy is the way the economy is. 100 pounds ain't what 100 pounds used to be. Oh,
0: yeah. 100 pounds discounted to 50 pounds if you paid in 14 days.
1: Oh, the the wonderful thing they love to do in Europe is uh, we caught you doing something you weren't supposed to do pay us immediately, and we'll cut it in half. That's some good marketing. I love that. It's the same term. thing like in Tegan Tees. You want to buy <laughs> some products that. off of Tegan Tees, you put in the code LUNSBY, and you get it at a 25% discount. And you will
0: get your money so much faster
1: that <laughs> <laughs> way. All right. Well, I am sorry I was so far off on that headline we that, were in you had, the wrong country. that you had to stop me and, uh, and give me the rest of the story. Ooh, major fail. You got another headline for me? I Of course. This is good. She's already laughing. She hasn't even read it yet. I know this is good.
0: Loaf Saber. California baker crafts life-size Han Solo out of bread.
1: Oh, okay. Was it anatomically correct? Because you had all the bread dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and his lightsaber. If you ask, uh, if you if you didn't listen to last week's show, which most of you did not, which is strange, I I had <laughs> talked about making bread, and the bread I made uh, had a very phallic shape to it. it. It wasn't intentional. It was supposed to be Italian bread. But uh, this was a very gifted Italian. So, it, it, you know, the, all of the uh, dick bread jokes uh, are coming from the bread that I made to provide sustenance to my family.
0: Also, you, you sent me the recipe. I looked at it and I was like, it's Italian bread calling for vegetable oil. <laughs> what in the California who wrote that?
1: <laughs> olive oil. Hey, it you know, always be olive oil. To be a good chef, you don't need to be judgy. Okay. There, we, already, yeah, we already have a Gordon Ramsay. We we already have a Gordon Ramsay. We don't need a female <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. I'm just saying. I bet you the blind chef. I bet you the blind chef. I bet she's a tyrant. I bet she's <laughs> slapping people with her walking stick all the time. You know, she's a she's a Chinese woman that's blind and that cooks really really well. She her name was like Christine, wasn't it? I think so. I,
0: I think watched so. that whole season and it was amazing.
1: Oh yeah. But I would love to see her just, just I would love to see her being a tyrant in the kitchen. <laughs> and, and, and any impression I try to do would be so stereotypical. I'm going to avoid doing that right now.
0: He also just sounds like she is from, like, California.
1: Midwest. Yeah, something normal. <laughs> the Spanish version of Gordon Ramsay, he does the restaurant nightmares. I can't, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name right now. Arturo or something like Chef Arturo or something like that. I, I remember when I was watching an episode and he was going into a Chinese restaurant I knew even with my limited amount of Spanish, I knew this was gonna be an awesome episode. <laughs> I, I just oh, he's going into a Chinese restaurant. This is gonna be fantastic, and it was every I wish I could share that show with everybody. It was such a great episode in that. I remember at the beginning he he points out, you know, and again, I have very limited Spanish speaking skills, but I am cognizant. I can pay attention, I can understand. He, uh, he says, uh, he asked him, where are you from? He said, he's from China. A good start so far. But then he points to the signage, and the signage says Japanese food. It says Vietnamese food. It says Chinese food. He goes, if you're from China, how are you making this food? And he said, YouTube. And I and this is in the first five minutes of the show. there was no way I was not watching this full episode. I was one hundred percent committed if if you want to practice your Spanish uh, comprehension skills, I will find that episode. I will share that episode on on the fan page. <laughs> it, but and I've seen him, you know, all the places that we eat in Spain you don't really think about. Some guy in the back making food, brings it out to the bar. Or they've got a bunch of little containers out in front of the bar. You, you know what eating at a Spanish place is like. And he would go into these little Spanish dives, and then you, you will think twice about going into little Spanish places. You're like, ah, this is... this is No, I won't, because
0: I don't go there. <laughs> I'm like the most cautious eater.
1: If, what is the, the steak restaurant uh, around the corner there? Starts with a B, I think. Bailey's. Bailey's. You don't go to Bailey's?
0: No. One time I was there for a... uh,
1: Function. Yeah. Everybody does functions at Bailey's. I hate that because more people live in Puerto, whatever.
0: And uh, someone broke open uh, a roll, like broke it open and there was a bug inside it. Oh, no. Like the whole bug. Uh, My... Like, did they put it there? Like, you know, when you're watching a reel and they're like, and now we're cutting it and there's like a cockroach that like very clearly runs across what they've just cut. It was like that. And I was like, oh, well, I'm never going to eat here again. This is good. I'm good.
1: I was at an Italian restaurant one time, and I and it was very, it was Anna's Little Napoli, is what it was called. It was many, many, many years ago. And uh, I remember when the, the the roach started crawling across the table, and the waiter expertly grabbed it in a napkin. Just He was standing right there, and a roach was on the table, and he just put that napkin down and grabbed up the roach and just, just dismissed it in his hand. Many times. He's got too much practice.
0: (laughs) If you see a roach and your immediate thought is it, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you see too many roaches.
1: I was young and dumb and I continued because I had always wanted to take a date to Anna's Little Napoli. I would always wanted to do that, but I didn't have the money. Now that I had the money, I'm taking a date there. I'm not letting a roach on the table ruin my date again. That
0: is the epitome of date
1: you (laughs) I would have been like, well, this is Again, that was a very, very long time ago. I'm telling you, the adult me, heck, ha- no. Uh-huh. I caught myself. Uh, I, I would burn the place down. I would be leaving so fast. But, sir, you haven't paid your bill. Nope, not paying that bill. Nope. No, you'll be paying me. I'm not paying. Not, no, I'm, I'm out. You need not to tell. <laughs> All right. So that was uh, talking about uh, that. That was our news headlines. We've done this, and uh, you know what? I'm because I've got the buttons here, I can just do this. It's time to go to the book of everything, where every week we give you something interesting to think about for from now until it... If the facts are really good, you don't forget them. and
0: uh, and elephants are the only... We're the only ones with chins.
1: <laughs> she has not forgotten. How about uh, other ones I have not forgotten? All polar- the clock behind
0: you now says 1 o'clock.
1: Wow. All polar bears are Irish. All, no, all polar bears are left-handed and Irish. These are facts. These are things. <laughs> Since Britain was in our talk earlier today. Here's two interesting facts that involve Britain. Here's a question I've always had. So it took me a very long time in life before I realized Great Britain is not a country. I always The United Kingdom is not a country. So I always equated the United Kingdom to the United States, and I thought they were all little states and provinces. I didn't realize they were all individual countries. The country we know as Britain, as it's written in this book, is actually called England, England, that's England, not Britain, not Great Britain and not the United Kingdom. Now, how many countries are there in the UK? And you being married into... Uh, oh, yeah,
0: like that, that's so rude. It's Sunday. <laughs> Day of fellowship and forgiving. <laughs> uh,
1: how, how all right. so I recently learned that North Ireland and Ireland are two different countries. Yes, they don't get along so much either. Well, I remember they didn't get along, but I didn't know they were separate countries. So there's North Ireland, Ireland, like the North and the South thing, I don't it. Scotland, it's been done. North Scotland, I guess. Right? <laughs> Scotland, uh, England, Wales. Is that all of them? Have I have I missed someone? <laughs> I mean, the Isle of Man is separate, but I don't think it's its own country. They don't have any speed limits on the Isle of Man. It's like, figure it out for yourself. Good luck. Yeah. Giddy up. (laughs) So we believe, uh, the official count, we believe the count is five. There are five countries in the United Kingdom that's not really united. The rest of the
0: world is a commonwealth.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about all the commonwealths they got. I don't That's even want to get man. into that because uh, you go to Bermuda and everybody speaks with a British accent. Yeah, and they, and they still have blue laws on the books. You can't buy alcohol on Sunday. Anyway, from the, uh, from the book of everything, I don't know why my voice cracked there. Maybe I just went through puberty. Here we go. Two interesting facts that you most likely never possibly knew. In an average year in Britain, I put that in quotes, trousers caused twice as many accidents as chainsaws. I
0: mean, most people have trousers, but not very many people, I guess, would have a chainsaw.
1: So the law of Their averages is: if more people wear chainsaws, more people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're bringing our. If chains- it was
0: the same amount of <laughs> chainsaws as there were of pants being worn daily, then
1: yeah. We're bringing those chainsaw yeah. numbers up. Everybody, get your chainsaw. Now, now now we'll fix this. In an average year, trousers cause twice as many accidents as chainsaws. I, I, I would think. Four, five, six times as many, because again, how many people use a chainsaw?
0: Also, yeah, I mean, if I mean, I don't know what the daily count is, but for trouser accidents, it <laughs> <that> was like <laughs> half of that was chainsaw. If there was four trouser accidents. That means two people were being inappropriate with chainsaws. Have you ever I mean, seen? But they do have like lots of hedges. I was reading an article about a man in the uk in england and he has a a naked lady type of topiary shrub shrub sculpture (laughs) and people keep messing it up trying to take precarious pictures with it for the gram heck yeah and but you know those nooks and crannies with the chainsaw might
1: be a little have you have you ever seen a chainsaw accident no, but my mom
0: has a chainsaw,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is impressive that she hasn't hurt herself with one because she has accidentally stabbed herself in the side with a knife. So
1: <laughs> the uh, the Storm of the Century, it, it was called the Storm of the Century. I just happened to be uh, with my dad in Savannah then. This was the, this was the same, what was the movie with the... Uh... Marky Mock Mark and George Clooney were the the perfect storm. Oh, yeah. So the perfect storm was a real storm, and the storm that came up from the south blew through Savannah and knocked down a bunch of trees and stuff like that. And me, my dad, and this guy named Larry. Larry had the chainsaw out, and my I remember my dad specifically telling him, um, hey, be careful with that chainsaw. Uh, of course, in my, my dad's way, there was probably some profanity involved, but hey, be careful, be careful with that chainsaw. It, it, it was something about what he was doing. My dad saw that there was a, a warning sign that he needed to give a verbal warning. And Larry said, said ah, don't worry about it, Don, I got it. And, and then he, hold on, I, I got to paint this picture. He takes a chainsaw, he goes through the branch, and then immediately goes all the way through to his leg. WHOP
0: 100%, yeah.
1: I saw that coming. Um, ripped his pants. You, that, a
0: rip- trouser accident. So uh-huh. two one. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Did he play the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did last night. And considering the day I was having, I need to check those numbers. Uh, and, and and if I did win, you'll never hear from me again. Bye.
0: <laughs> we'll know you won because there'll be no more show. You got to play it cool, dude. It cool.
1: So rip through the pants, rip through the top layer of skin and immediately had a, a blood mark, uh, a blood scar the length of the blade, but he didn't go He didn't go deeper than the epidermis layer. It was like a surface chainsaw accident that went through his trousers, but only barely touched his leg.
0: Just a flesh wound.
1: Uh, merely a, graze, a flesh a wound. <laughs> and he worked through it. I, well, yeah, you know, he had
0: to at that point because your dad told him, and he was like, no, I've got this, homie, and your dad was like, "Bad." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he did it, got
0: it. So then he had to suck it up, otherwise he would have been not only wrong, but like twice as wrong. Yeah. But he did yeah. do the two for one, so that's really impressive.
1: He did a two for one. Excellent catch on that. Here's well, our. When they
0: say st- trouser accident, do they mean like trousers that cause an accident, <laughs> or, like, people that had accidents in their trousers like? Knowing the pants?
1: average age of a person in England, it's most like well, uh, okay. On the on one spectrum, it's old people putting on their pants falling down. On the other spectrum, it's young people taking off their their pants. Because Britons love Dude. to get naked for the craziest of reasons. They uh, Tuesday. They, yeah, I'm yeah. outside, pants off. They got uh, they got uh, they got some weird games those uh, British Marines play. Very weird games. Anyway, not going into that. Not at all.
0: We do make the crayon eating of American Marines look pretty
1: plastic. Uh, uh just Google soggy biscuit, and that should nope, probably. No, I know what it is. am
0: good.
1: <laughs> Here we go with our second fact from the Book of Everything. Again, from the country of England, referred to in the Book of Everything as Britain, 100,000 cell phones are dropped down the toilet in Britain every year. How many? 100,000 cell phones are dropped down the toilet in Britain every year. And 50,000 get run over. I believe the Brits created the lanyard. (laughs) <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen of British origin, use it.
0: My mother-in-law has one.
1: <laughs> wow, man, that's a that's a lot of cell phones. That's good stuff from the book of everything. Are you ready for the uh, fan favorite portion of this episode? Yes. Uh, speaking of K-pop bands, that's a K-pop singer that does that little lead in there for us. The, uh, the group BTS. You see what's happening yeah. with BTS? Yeah. Yeah. They got to do their obligatory service. Obligatory. Their compulsory service. They are required to serve in the military. It doesn't matter how rich or how famous you are. You must do your time. There is a board game with little black and white things on a board. It's. I think in America, we call it Othello, uh, I believe. The little circles? Yes, the, like, yes.
0: Yeah, Othello.
1: And then the, the the Japanese, I think they call it Go. And there's a Korean name for that same thing. But what I didn't know until we tried to form an American team to play this game against the Korean sailors is there's a lot of money in this game. A lot of money in this game. And one of the kids that was teaching me how to play was the grand champion of the game who was forced to do his two years in the Navy, in the Korean Navy. Um, He was a very wealthy man who got his wealth by playing this game. And he was teaching me how to play this game. And I am not a good student, but I beat him. He may have let me win, but I'll be honest with you. I didn't know what I was doing. I I I've played Connect Four. I've played Tic Tac Toe. This is a little bit more complicated, and even a blind squirrel can find a nut. And that's that's how I beat him. I beat the grand champion.
0: There was so little strategy. <laughs> there was
1: no way to compete. I think,
0: I, but I, I think the I think the length of service is like eighteen months or something. Yeah, like two that years, after- roughly two years. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: And and when they come back, no one's going to care about BTS because there's another there's another K-pop band right around the corner. These guys are in their late twenties, early thirties. Time for being a boy band is coming to an end. So uh, false.
0: we just went saw Backstreet Boys, and they okay. I will say. It was like it's weird to think of like a 14-year-old singing "Am I Sexual," right? Because like one, it's just a really stupid. (laughs) It's not. It's not even a question. It's just a weird thing to to ask. Um, but it is just as awkward to watch an almost 50-year-old man sing "Am I Sexual?" Yeah, dude, you got like three kids.
1: Did you enjoy the concert? I had the best time. Sorry for the uh, digression there about uh, K-pop bands, but it's time for birthday boost and this is what happens every week. We go through our list of people who are having birthdays and we acknowledge two of them. She gets two, I get two, so actually four. We acknowledge four of them with this thing we call a birthday boost, where we will lie and say amazing things about the most despicable people possible, or, or we'll just say great things about great people. You you never know where we're coming from unless you're that person. So we give out the birthday boost, and then for those people not fortunate enough to be a birthday boost this particular week, then they get an honorable mention. That's how that works. And as always, you get to go first.
0: Oh, do you remember Ricky's Cafe at the library? Yeah, yeah, I remember Ricky's Cafe. It's Ricky's birthday coming up here in the next few days. Oh, awesome! I miss Ricky's Cafe. He's still somewhere on base. I see him every now and then. I know he's working at Pizza Via for a while, but then Pizza Via is getting remodeled, and you can never find anyone.
1: In our last discussion, you were supposed to drop off a uh, birthday uh, cupcake for Caetano. Did you do that?
0: I went, and he was out of the office
1: on his birthday. Go, go figure. <laughs>
0: good for him, right? I got to see him here in a few days, though, when I go take uh, my registration paperwork. So I'm going to I'm planning on taking him something good.
1: And a happy belated birthday from both of us, from yes. both of us. Yes. Yes. OK, so your first one goes to Ricky. And while I was paying so much attention to you, I didn't even look at my list. I don't need to look at my list. I don't need to look at my list for my first birthday boost, my first birthday boost i have known this man his entire life his entire life i have uh, i have seen him naked many many times <laughs> you weirdo i have even had to wipe his buttocks i did that uh my so the story of my brother's birth we are uh we're in upstate new york at the time my dad is driving my mom to the hospital the plan is to take five-year-old me and drop me off on a street corner and uh, and and somebody will walk me to grandma's house. That's the plan. But somewhere along the way, dad picks up a police escort. This is the 70s, okay? This is a lot different. My dad basically uh, flags down a cop and says, my wife's having a baby. I need to get to the hospital. And the cop's like, not a problem. Follow me. And the... The plan to have me picked up on the street corner turned into just dropping me off on a street corner. Just, uh, Perfect. yeah, <laughs> here, here you go, kid. Uh, figure it out, you know. And I don't have a sense of direction or anything at this point. It, you know, I, the, as much as I knew about my grandparents' house was, I would sit on the front porch, look out onto the street and look at chipmunks. That's, but I didn't have any landmarks. And this was nighttime. So they dump me off, and they go to the hospital, and then they bring that little bastard home.
0: (laughs) Your mother and father brought you. Got it.
1: (laughs) So I have three brothers. Uh, My my number two. We're all referred to numerically in the family because it was confusing for my parents who gave us life to remember our names. So I am number one, which I mean that was a given. And then uh, Dwight is uh, obviously number two. It is my brother Dwight's birthday, and I didn't. him anything this year. And I think last year I surprised him with some stakes. But if you do it every year, you know, then they kind of expect it. So each I have I have three brothers and every year one of them gets something but they always—they are always in my heart, and I am always thinking about them, and always wishing them well and the best, and you know, and trying to be the best big brother I could be, even though we're all grown men, you know. And who, who really needs a big brother when you're grown ass man? I mean, nobody. You know I mean? But uh, but I love him. I got, I got a lot of love for him, my I brother. Mean-
0: you always need a
1: a big brother. You're my weird uncle. It's fine. <laughs> weird, crazy. I'll take I'll take either of those. Yeah. Who do you have as your second birthday boost? It's
0: actually a twofer.
1: A twofer.
0: A twofer for uh, two three year olds. <laughs> my brother's twins. Oh. Their third birthday. They're our godsons. They are precious. They went to Build-A-Bear. They had the best day. I did what any good big sister and uh, godmother would do, and I sent gifts via Amazon. They arrived on time <laughs> for the party. Three years old, man. I feel like I, feel I missed like, everything.
1: I feel, like was, I feel like it was just yesterday. I remember right, like, I remember when those kids came into this world.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe they're, they're so big. <laughs> When they stand next to their sister, who's like five, well, they're was, like,
1: <laughs> when you told me Stevie's kid had grown up, that one, uh, that was crazy. I know. I know. All right. So uh, my second one, I, I have picked this person for uh, a multitude of reasons. Uh, once upon a time, uh, I think she's been through three or four names anyway, once upon a time, this, this woman worked for me in Jacksonville, Florida. And she was a good troop, and she paid attention. She did good work. And then, as fate would have it, she worked for me again in Rota, Spain. And she worked for me along with Isaac Morphin, Linda Jester, and Isaac Morphin both worked for me. Both of them made chief this year. I am oh, wow. super. I mean, like yesterday or two days ago, she put on uh, the put on the uh, the anchors. So and he did too. A super. She's good people. She's, she's good people. She's found her way. She's doing great things in the Navy. She's taking care of her sailors. Uh, if at any point, you know, I'm not a big fan of the whole mentor thing and being a mentor. I believe that is a part of leadership. A good leader is a mentor without the title. I believe I, I was a good leader to her and to him. And they've proven me correct in that they've gone on to do great things. Today, uh, her birthday is uh, right around the corner. So I am wishing uh, Linda Jester whose daughters I would see her in the commissary and her daughter loved the goldfish and I would always take the goldfish from her and the daughter would always yell at me that those were her goldfish so that was a running joke between me and the child for years
0: feeling candy from a baby
1: <laughs> so Linda congratulations on the <laughs> congratulations on your promotion and happy birthday to you <laughs> Back to you, Miss Lady. Who do you have in your honorable mention section?
0: Yeah, this was a soft week on birthdays, though. Not that many people. But uh, Joe Regalado.
1: What a great <laughs> He's name. The guy that,
0: I know. He was a guy who used to play drums all over bass. He is a drummer. Uh-huh. But there's not really anywhere when you live on the ship to practice your drums. So he'd set up in, like, the security parking lot over at the Liberty parking lot in the movie theater and you would just like randomly get like, you know, some like drum solo concerts all over bass. It was great. Now he's back in the States. It's really sad for me. That's really
1: it. Everyone else is like
0: a few days out or a week out.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to say uh, "Buon Anno. "Buon Anno. Uh, feliz cumpleaños. Uh, I forget how to say it in Italian. I do know. Tanti auguri" to my friend Tyler Cannon. Uh, Tyler speaks fluent Italian because he, uh, he is IBM. He's Italian by marriage. Uh, he was the chief with us there in Rota. Jill... Uh, Reynolds, and then she's got another name after it kind of threw me off. Jill's birthday today. That's Stacy's. Stacy's wife. Stacy just had a birthday. He was recognized, I think, in the last show. Taisha Goldring. She just got back on Facebook after like four years, so it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Ben Wilcoxon and uh, Ern Miller are on my list. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Corn Dog Millionaire is on my list, and and he is no longer with us. I miss that man, Steve Cornman. Uh, who else we got? We got Madison Zaff. And uh, Margaret Seymour and Tasha Harris and Jack Broom and Will Hanson and Romy Lee and Dylan Lockhart. You know Big Dill Pickle. Dill. Uh, he? He's
0: not on my list.
1: Sherry Clampy must have unfriended you. And Andre Billingsley. That's fair. There was a there was a great a uh, great bunch of oh there he is way down there at the way down in the swanee river. like <laughs> issue. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's our birthday boost for the week. We've got a great show. We're gonna put this in the can and get it out uh, into the ether and let everybody uh, listen and enjoy. And if if there's something in the show that you think we're doing wrong, you can always use the hotline to uh, tell us that.
0: It's the T-Bone and
1: Chick Roo Hotline You used to call me on oh my 904-385-3977 You
0: used
1: to, you used to It's the
0: T-Bone and Chick Roo
1: Hotline or you can go on Facebook there, the fan page on Facebook. You can find it easily by searching the hashtag L-U-N-S-B. That's Lunsby with T-Bone and Chick Brew. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, coming out. Thank you for lending us your ears. Thanks for, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you got a laugh or two. I got a laugh or two. And if I got a laugh, that's all we do. We guarantee one laugh an hour. And take us out of here.
0: Thank you for listening to T Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check, check out the, the Darrell McLean Dural. show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the, the Darrell McLean, McLean Dural. show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot.
1: And in the post credits, Tegan is our super fan of the week. Ha 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 Only for people who listen long enough.